everyone, and welcome to That Lux Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aisha A.K. Lesh of the petite fashion and luxury lifestyle blog, Living Lesh, where I aim to redefine what luxury means and lead you into living your best life. Each week, I'll be bringing you those tips, secrets, and bits of inspiration that will take you into living your luxurious life without the four-figure price tag. So get ready to live your life in luxury, because guess what? You deserve it. Welcome everybody back to another episode of the That Looks Life podcast. Today, I have another amazing guest here to share insight on running businesses. So today we have Akia, who is the CEO and lead marketing consultant of the Hustle Lab, which is a digital marketing agency. Akia is a self-made marketer and entrepreneur who knows exactly what it takes to build a business from the ground up. So welcome, Akia. To start off, uh, could you tell us a little bit about the Hustle Lab? Um, so first, I just want to say thank you for having me. Um, so just a little bit about the Hustle Lab. We started in August of 2021, so that was last year. And like you mentioned, we're a digital marketing agency. So essentially, we take your business needs as well as um, your target audience into consideration in creating digital marketing strategies and allow for us to use social media, websites, uh, emails, blogs, podcasts, similar to what we're doing here to allow for you to market your business, whether that's selling products or services, but using those online, those digital platforms to be able to market your business and get in front of your customers. Great, great. So that's good. So Akia, what we have usually these listeners on this podcast are people who are either starting their businesses, other influencers, or I have a lot of moms out there who are just like, you know, I'm ready to work at home and work for myself. So getting the insight from you and getting some of those key tips might either, you know, spark them to start that or just let people who are in business know. But what today I want to talk about with you, because it's very powerful today, of course, is social media. You know, social media marketing is one of the, the big things that are in present day, um, especially when they're now trying to target these Gen Z, um, this Gen Z generation who is doing nothing but being on their phones. Um, so in your opinion, why do you believe social media marketing is so powerful? So first, let's just take a step back. And the way I see it is, um, just think about your traditional TV commercial, right? So essentially what happens is you're tuned into your favorite station, whether that's your the news or you're watching a show or whatever the case may be. You watch a little bit of the show, then um, up pops uh, an ad from a company, right? So it's just, it's maybe a 60 seconds long and you can't do anything about it. Like you can change the station if you want to, but in order to make sure you don't miss any portion of your show, a lot of us don't. We just sit and watch the commercial and wait for our show to come back on. So social media is no different. So essentially what's happening is you're on your phone, you're scrolling through Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever your favorite platform is. And you're probably checking on things that are going on in your friends or your family's lives, right? And then up pops this post from a brand and um, maybe it's a fleeting post, maybe it's just a picture, you like it and you keep going, or maybe it's a video and you stick around for a little bit. So social media is not really any different or doesn't functioning different than your traditional TV commercial, right? So while people are already on their phones, already on Instagram, you want to show up in those places where your customer already 
is where they're already spending a lot of their time. And so with that being said, like you just mentioned, if your target audience is this Gen Z or even sometimes millennials, right? Um, where are we spending a lot of our time? Even when we're watching TV or when those commercial breaks do pop up, we're going to open up Instagram, we're going to scroll. So you want to see these brands or you want to have your brand in front of these people where they already are, right? So just like we were already watching TV, we were going to be watching that station anyway when a commercial pops up. It, it's, it's no shocker, it's no surprise, right? That's just how TV is. Um, and you can get your brand in front of people because they're already sitting down watching TV, watching their favorite shows. The same goes with Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, social media platforms in general. It's just getting your brand in the spaces where your customer already hangs out. So you're not like forcing it down their throat. You're not trying to pop up places that are unnatural. You kind of already show up in their day-to-day life. So I think that's the biggest, that's the most powerful thing about social media. Um, And then also adding that to the fact that posting on social media is free, right? You don't have to have a huge budget before, you know, to get a commercial or get some time on the radio. You have to spend a lot of money, hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars. Um, But with social media, creating content can be free. Creating, posting content can be free. So you can use and leverage a lot of these free platforms to get yourself out there, um, start getting yourself in front of customers, maybe to start building um, that clientele to be able to have the budget to eventually move into paid marketing, um, ad- paid advertisement. Um, so, yeah. And I, you, you bring up a very good point. I think even when you were saying how like when a TV commercial pops up, you can change the channel, but now you've already saw it. Like you can make it go away. When you're scrolling through, you can't make it go away. It's going to be there. And most of us, I, I say I do it myself. I sit on the TV. I leave the TV on. The show goes off. Then I start playing on my phone. So it, it's good that it's there. It's kind of like even now when you're it's another paid advertisement aspect, though, even though it's not really social media, is like you're playing a game on your phone and those ads pop up. It's just kind of mm-hmm. it's a digital marketing aspect because we are always on our phones, which kind of like you know, the question I was also going to ask is how do brands harness that power? But I think you spoke to it a lot of, you know, it's, it's free, it's free. It can be free depending on the the way that you're doing. So even myself as an influencer, people pay me to put content out there because it's already going to be there. But other than influencer marketing and posting your own content in the digital space, what other type of digital marketing would you suggest someone who's in business to get into, to look into? You know, influencer marketing is very big, but it's not the only method. Definitely, I would love to say, or I always tell people, and I love this for my own business, um, for my clients, video marketing is powerful. And so video marketing um, can come in long or short form. So short form is going to look like your TikToks, your Instagram reels, and then maybe your long form might look like your longer YouTube videos or or maybe even, you know, mini documentary series, depending on what you're into, what you're doing. Um, Video marketing is key because I think I think really what it does for people is it captures multiple senses at once. You're watching, so that's your eyes, you're listening, so that's your ears. And then especially if it's something that requires interaction or it comes with like a companion of some sort. So maybe it comes with like a ebook or it comes with like a worksheet or something like that. I have you engaged and um, tuned in. I think that's why commercials work really well. Um, I'm sure everybody probably has their favorite commercial or commercial that they sing. Um, 
for me, they're always the State Farm commercials are always really catchy and I can remember the jingles. Um, so things like that, you know, things that stick with you. So video marketing, I think is key. So when possible, um, whenever you can try to make video content and sometimes that video content can really just be you getting on camera and just talking about your business, just saying, this is why I started. This is my journey. This is why I made this product. This is what my life looked like before this product existed. Um, and then I think another part or another piece of that, um, maybe like a subcategory in some ways, is user-generated content. So that kind of goes hand in hand with influencer marketing, but essentially, you know, asking your clients, asking your customers, for video testimonials, you know, saying like, hey, could you talk about your experience or could you record what your experience looked like before and after using this product or before working with me or um, even even things like, you know, I see a lot of hairstylists do it, like at recording the before and after, like how they came into the salon and how they're leaving the salon. So user-generated content is really, really amazing because it kind of builds this social proof. It shows that real people use this, real people like this. Um, and then I think, I think if I had to give a third one, another really important, I'm, sure I'm trying to think, or another really important one, I think content marketing in general, and I think a lot of people think content marketing is just social media posts, but content marketing also includes your podcasts, your blogs, your social media posts are included in that, but content is anything that your business is producing. So if you make a magazine, if you, if you have, like you said, like a podcast like we're on right now, that content is really, really amazing because people, people learn in different ways, right? Some people are more visual, so they like to see video. Some people want, um, you know, maybe they watch your video and then they want to hear more. So then they go listen to the full podcast or maybe they would like to read more. So they read the blog. And I think having a um, network of platforms that you can release content onto. So maybe you have an Instagram account and you have a blog and you have a podcast. Those are like that, that's just so pivotal to the world that we live in because you can connect to so many different people and you can satisfy the different ways that people prefer to take in information. You touched on so many good points there and I feel like I want to talk about all of them in bits and pieces. So I'm going to try to wrap it up so it all makes sense. So kind of going back to what you're talking about with video content, video content is, is huge. And with you even pushing it, it's just even further saying it's huge because you're wanting to create something visual where like you're saying multiple senses are being engaged you know if we're fully immersed in something we're going to pay more attention to it but you know a lot of people in business tiktok reels even youtube it's based on views and a lot of people they they put out a few and video content is not like i'm going to go outside i'm gonna make it in three seconds i'm gonna come back and now i have like 50 things to do sometimes you have to you have to make a lot um, what would, what advice do you give to people who are like, you know, I posted a couple reels. I posted a few TikToks. I did a video on YouTube and I got like 10 views. I'm done with it. Like what advice would you give to them to keep going? Um, so I think I can sum up my advice probably in two things. The first thing is marketing is not magic, right? So anything with marketing is going to require consistency is going to require trial and error. So when you get out of your head that you're going to have this overnight, thing because we're used to virality we're used to people going viral but a lot of people don't understand that before they went viral there was a consistent push right so I think 
get out your head that you're going to have that one video that's just going to do amazing and it's going to it's going to blow up right it could happen is it could happen i'm not saying that that's not in the cards for you but the likelihood of it happening just with your first video that you make it, it it's usually not something that happens what happens is people consistently create videos and people and then one day something happens maybe that video was timely or maybe maybe that maybe that video resurges maybe it's something you made three months ago <laughs> you've published so much content since then and for some reason that video went viral um, so that's the first thing, understanding that marketing is not magic and it takes a lot of testing, trial and error, and be comfortable with the fact that you getting 10 views is amazing because the way I look at it is that was 10 people who were willing to listen to you. And if you were in a room full of 10 people with uh, open ears, you'd be ecstatic, right? Especially when you're, especially when you're building a business up from nothing. And like you said, and like you mentioned in my introduction, I built my business from nothing in a room where I had zero people listening to me. So 10 people is amazing. Um, and then I think my second piece of advice would be something that um, I can't say, I can't take credit for it, but it changed my life. And um, someone told me, don't make your life about content make content about your life and when I got that I was like wow this makes so much sense I'm sitting here trying to rearrange my day trying to record content and I was like why don't I just build my dream life and then when I what I'm recording I was already going to do anyway um so I am what you would call like a serial entrepreneur so I do have the hustle that but I also have a business that's about it's going on four years old um in July it's a skincare brand and I used to like try to plan my life around trying to create this content and I was like well I take care of my skin every day why am I not recording myself just doing the skincare routine that I do every day instead I'm trying to figure out how to set up uh all these different times I'm like oh my gosh I have a nighttime routine just record the nighttime routine <laughs> and once I got over that hurdle once I got over that I was like, wow, making content, making video content, especially became a lot easier. So like, even now, if I wanted to create content about me being on this podcast, all I would have to do is I was going to record this anyway. I was going to show up on this interview anyway. All I would have to do is set up my phone to record myself while I'm talking to you. So start making content about your life, things you already do. If you know that every day you get up and you have a morning routine or you do some reading or something like that, record content about that. If you know that you do something once a week, whether that, even if it's something, and the thing is, and I'll take a pause right there, but like, you'll be shocked what people want to see. Sometimes people just want to see the fact that you get up and you take a walk every morning because it makes you feel relatable. Maybe, maybe that's been, um, depending on what's going on and doing your target audience research, maybe that's been something they want to do, getting outside every day. Maybe their goal has been to get up and take a walk every day. So just make content about your life. Don't try to make your life about making content. Just record what you were going to do already. And I promise it gets easier. Um, it feels more natural because you were, you're just living your life and you're just setting up a phone to record it or setting up a camera to record it. So I think if I had to give advice, it would be definitely those two things. Get used to the trial and error. Get used to the fact that before you get 100 million views, you're going to have to start with the 10. Um, and, and get used to making content about your life, not, you know, changing everything that you do just to make some content.
And I think that that's very important because I think going back to the point you were talking about, content is key. You need to have content in multiple places because everyone looks for things differently. Some people are on, on Google searching for things. Some people go on, they need to learn something, they go on YouTube. Um, some people just want to scroll through TikTok and Instagram and then they happen to find something. Um, but having it in a variety of places. And I think you started talking about it in your last point too, is with you just kind of saying, recording yourself doing things with all of that content, it's all about, you know, multi-purposing as well. Um, and I don't want to take that kind of from you. That's something mm -hmm. I do. So, but I would love to hear it from a business side because an influencer, you know, we're always told you're creating a TikTok, post it on real, post it on YouTube shorts, put it on Pinterest. You already created the content, just put it on all the platforms. So when you are working with, you know, your clients in your business, you know, how do you, you know, instruct them to go, okay, if you're going to create this content, here's multiple places you can put it. And here's how it's going to work for different, I guess, buyers or client, potential clients. Yes. Um, I could have said it better myself. Please repurpose your content. If there's nothing else that you do, <laughs> because you're going to drain yourself. If you're trying to make all of this content for like seven different platforms, you're going to, you're going to drain yourself out. Of course, not everything can be repur repurposed everywhere, but you want to try I can turn each key point into an Instagram um, post and let's say I turn or and I can also turn each key point into a TikTok and then take that TikTok and post it or five TikToks and take those five TikToks and post them on Instagram Reels. And then I can also, like you said, repurpose it to Pinterest and go so on and so forth. Um, with video content, a lot of platforms are understanding or have an understanding that video marketing is right now it's here and it's also the future so if you notice youtube has like you said the traditional youtube videos and then youtube shorts so they handle both long and short form video content um tiktok is mostly short form but it seems that they're progressing towards long form because a lot of people are getting the rollout of 10 minute tiktoks um they already have three minute most people have access to the three minute TikToks um, to be able to create them, but they're giving it to certain accounts to be able to make 10 minute TikToks. So I can tell that they're trying to branch into the long form content. And then with Pinterest, I know Pinterest has um, like almost like Instagram stories kind of thing. Um, and then Instagram, of course, has Instagram stories. They also have the reels. And then they also have IGTV for you to post different forms of content when it comes to video. So you have a lot of options in how you can repurpose any kind of video. If you're recording a podcast, even if it's audio only, you can find some really amazing, like kind of like stock videos or, or even if you pair it with some content, maybe it seems like slightly unrela unrelated. Like let's say, for example, you wanted to repurpose this podcast episode and you you just uh, recorded yourself getting ready for the podcast. You're setting up your mic, you're setting up your monitor, but in the background, you hear the voiceover of you and I talking, right? So then you have options to repurpose that and make it into a TikTok or a reel. Um, you can also post the full video or the full audio link on YouTube. So you have options. So typically with a client, I assess okay, why are we using this platform anyway? What is the purpose of this platform? That, what, what purpose did we give this? So, hey, we're using this platform. Let's say we use Instagram to feed into YouTube. So we post, so ideally, if we're using Instagram as kind of like 
where we're getting our new YouTube subscribers from. Then it would make sense for me to post snippets of my full YouTube video on Instagram because the whole point of us using that platform is to build our YouTube following. And then let's say I say I, I, I'm building the YouTube to get people to my website. Well, then that would make sense where I would post, maybe I say, hey, um, if you want to learn more about this topic, check out um, the full details in my blog. The link is in, in the description, right? So repurposing content really, really, really depends on what purpose you're giving each platform. And that will allow for you to understand how do I want to take maybe this YouTube video and break it down into snippets on Instagram or break it down into snippets on Twitter. Um, how do I want to take this blog and break it down into snippets on Instagram or uh, Facebook? So you want to try to take into account why are you using it? And then that will answer how you can repurpose any form of content. Those are all, all good pieces. I mean, I even sit there and think like, okay, let me make sure I'm doing all of this too. I mean, I repurpose a lot, but I feel like I could definitely be doing more. You know, they always say, you know, work smarter and not harder. You're already creating the content. Might as well make sure you're doing it correctly. Um, so as one final note, kind of thinking about these things is I'm sure there's people who are listening and going, you know, yes, you're telling me to content is key. You're telling me to repurpose. You're telling me to do this. And these are all great things. But if someone's just starting and going, I can only figure out one platform right now. What would you and your, your expert opinion say, okay, this is the platform you should focus on first and then branch out? That Actually, I can't give you one platform. And I'm going to tell you the reason why I can't give you that is because that really depends on your customer and your and your business. What I'm going to say is TikTok is amazing for growth. If you have any kind of um, visual based thing, something people would need to see. So usually products are things people need to see because people want to know how to use it, how to take care of it, how to maintain it. Um, so like, let's say I have a hair growth oil, you know, how do you apply it? Where do you apply it to? Have, let me see the before and after. What are people saying about it? TikTok is amazing for growth, especially when you have something visual based things that people need to see. When you have some sort of service, TikTok is really good for that. Um, I've seen a lot of people have great success on TikTok because of the for you page and the algorithm is pushing your content in front of a lot of people. So if I maybe if I had to tell someone, OK, some platforms to kind of check out some places to kind of start and start testing for yourself to see how it works for your business, I would definitely recommend TikTok. Um, then also, if you have. If you have content, if you're in like a teaching kind of space, coaching kind of space, or maybe you you are hosting some sort of webinar or, or course, something of that, YouTube might be amazing for you because, you know, YouTube is not only a search engine because you literally have to type something in to find what you want. Um, but then on top of that, YouTube, a lot of people go to YouTube to learn. Like that's kind of what we've all known YouTube uh, what we all know YouTube to be at this point, a mixture between learning and music. <laughs> um, so if you have something where you're teaching someone, YouTube would be an amazing place. Um, now with YouTube, the thing about YouTube, you will need to, in order to grow faster on YouTube, it's always beneficial to pair it with another platform. So 
you know, I'm using Instagram or TikTok to pair with my YouTube and I'm sending people over from TikTok or Instagram to my YouTube. But YouTube is amazing because people, sometimes people spend hours on YouTube. Um, so um, those things are amazing. And then Instagram kind of is a little, it's a little buggy right now. I'm not going to say that it's no longer a thing, um, but Instagram is always changing. They're working through their algorithm at this point. So there are some glitches and things still, but I do think that they are worth mentioning. So I think if we had to start somewhere, maybe I would recommend start with TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, test it out, see how it's going for you. And then always know that, let's say you, you try all three of them and you're realizing TikTok is where you're getting the most traction. You could take a break from Instagram and YouTube, focus on TikTok, go hard at TikTok. And then as you get more people on your team, as you get more time, as you get more experience, then you can start looping back in Instagram and looping back in YouTube. But I'd rather you master something like a, a platform and you do well at that. And then that way you're able to bring more people on your team or bring in a marketing consultant or bring in the hustle lab or bring in, you know, maybe you got a, you have a niece or a nephew that does amazing with social media, bring those people on as you get more traction, more, more, um, more foot traffic. Um, as you get that, then you can bring on more platforms, but you know, I would say check out one of those three, TikTok, Instagram, or YouTube. That, that those are amazing. But I feel like everyone's always saying, you know, you definitely got to focus on, on Instagram first. So I'm glad to hear that. Like, I'm not the only one out there saying try other platforms because yeah, Instagram is, is glitching. I mean, yes, it's still a strong platform, but they're too busy trying to compete with everybody else that yeah. they're constantly glitching out. It's good to stick with them, try to stay in there. Cause if you fall off, you're kind of just floating with a, you know, like a just floating out there, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I've definitely pivoted even myself as an influencer to pivot towards YouTube now and TikTok, mm -hmm. try to figure out those versus Instagram, but it's great to also hear it from someone else. Mm -hmm. um, but Akia, it's been great having you on here. You've offered so much valuable information that, you know, people definitely need to check out the Hustle Lab, especially if there are businesses, brands looking for, for that assistance to get into the digital space. You know, it's, it's one that needs a little bit more help. I mean, you can somewhat figure out yourself, but, you know, like I said, work smarter, not harder, invest in yourself, you know, go check out the Hustle Lab. They can help you to make sure that you're growing and you're getting someplace, I guess, a little faster than you might on your own. So again, Akia, thank you for being here. Um, I truly appreciate it. And for all of our listeners out there, like I said, go out and check out the Hustle Lab. And then if you're if you haven't left a review on the That Looks Life podcast, please leave a review and make sure that you are subscribing to the podcast. We're constantly having amazing guests on here. And the more reviews and higher we get up there, the, the more amazing guests that we can have on the podcast to give you great, valuable in, uh, information like you've gotten today. So again, Akia, thank you. It was a pleasure. I hope we will check you out. I hope people have taken uh, key things from this interview I surely have. Um, but again, thank you very, very much. Thank you. Thank you.